What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The broads were enamored with the Infanion, a gilded, beautiful ship with a wonderfully friendly captain. Have they been boozled? And while they're a little suspicious, they are kind of enjoying themselves, aren't they? You're listening to The Broadsorts. Starring Tracy Gibbons as Keela, our high elf bard. <laughs> Booby trapped. Kristen Flemons as Yolari's Roaring Horn, our half elf wizard witch. Like, what a pointless use of magic. As May Pre, our lovable tiefling barbarian, we have Bianca Zelda. I'm gonna go look for, like, things to use my muscles on. And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. Lunch has been served. It was a beautiful white cloth and silverware and crystal spread. Of course, I have a menu. I actually have a three pages of all fancy foods. That makes so much sense why you had so many notes. (laughs) Yeah, which is which is like all separated by appetizer, salad, entree and dessert. Oh, my word. You're going to make me so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So lunch was tataki tuna with a beet and feta salad. And salmon with watercress dressing and summer vegetables. For dessert, it was a nice nutmeg panna cotta. Mm. And alongside all of this was a nice Cabernet Sauvignon, nice and crisp, nice and clean. And it was served with coffee in elegantly painted demitasse. And it was a lovely served affair. There were footmen there to serve you dinner it, or lunch. It was it was quite nice. But no one joined you. It was just the three of you. Um, after lunch has been cleared away, as long with the the nice bowl of warm lemon scented water for you to wash your hands in, 
It's all been taken out. There is a knock at your cabin door. A nice polite knock. Enter. A footman opens the door. My ladies, please accept these gifts on behalf of our queen. And two other footmen come in, carry um, a large trunk, traveling trunk. And they, they set it up on its side, like, so it's sitting vertically. And they unbutton it, and it kind of like, uh, they unbuckle it. And then when they open it up, it's like a traveling wardrobe. Mm. And inside are gowns. And petticoats and stockings and shoes of all sizes and shapes and quite all very lavish. But they're not in a Sword Coast style. These are a little bit more ephemeral feeling. There's a lot of silks and a lot of chiffons and everything is very flowy and light. Hmm. That is most generous of her. Will you please convey our thanks? They give a deep bow, and they exit the room. I cast Detect Magic. Good call. Okay, they are... There's no magic. Okay. The only magic items are on each of your fingers. Um, that you have a boomerang that has some sort of magic mm-hmm. on it, and your feather, plus your friend's mm-hmm. two weapons. Mm-hmm. All right, so they're not magic dresses... Or booby-trapped in any way I can tell. Hmm. <laughs> booby-trapped. Wow. <laughs> I check the bodices <laughs> to make sure the boobies are trapped. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Okay, you start checking the the bodices. Can you give me um, dexterity sleight of hand? I'm laughing. <laughs> A seventeen. Okay. Um, before you prick your finger, you notice that there's just like a pin that was left in there from when it was sewn. Okay, like a dressmaker's yeah. pin. I pull it out and eye it very suspiciously. Keila, can you tell if this is poisoned? I, I, I invest. Can I do an investigation check? I want to like hold it up to my nose and smell it. Okay, I would say that would fall under medicine. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's a five. It smells like a pin. I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna keep a very serious, thoughtful face while I smell it, though, and then say to the ladies, "No, I'm not." I'm not smelling anything. Uh, I don't think it's poison. <laughs> I just don't understand. So in the meantime, I've kind of grabbed the first thing I saw off the rack, and I've been trying to step into it. Okay. Um, give me, uh, just for funsies, give me any kind of die roll. And evens, it's your size. Odds. It is not your size. It's much too small. It's a natural 20, so evens. It's your size. <laughs> um, I feel like, okay, so you described it with a lot of chiffon and silks. I'm just picturing yeah. like it's a nice, silky, drapey. Like, like a Grecian gown. Or like the elves in Lord of the Rings. 
thank you. And it's got like a long arm yeah. piece of yeah. fabric. Yeah. It looks, I mean, Maypree's more angular than curvy. Uh, so it doesn't look great, but you know, she's holding it up, uh, waving the little arm flaps, mostly. What? Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying it doesn't look great? Why? <sighs> Are you? It's a natural twenty on your fit. This is this is me projecting my insecurities onto me. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it it well, it's also you're looking at her from a human perspective. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You are absolutely right. Because she could look great. I think she would look fantastic. Way. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, she's really fit. Mm hmm. You know that Keela's like, like in the background, like Maypre. You just, you just look so darn good. I'm just admiring your muscles right now. Just, Maypre, you just, you look so good. Think I've ever seen you in a dress, Maypre? Oh, I mean, I really only ever wear one when I'm trying to infiltrate, uh, which is what we're doing. Yes. So this is great. Well, it looks quite lovely on you. It does. Thank you. I, it feels really nice and light. I still don't understand why. I mean, this is absolutely suspicious, and whatever we're about to step into will probably be very dangerous, um, but we have new weapons, so I'm going to focus on the fact that we're stronger than we were before, and we've met more than one queen. We got this. Yeah, and also, I mean, well, we don't have any solid concrete proof now, but if we stay suspicious and... Make sure that we have some, you know, some daggers and some magic at our sides. I'm sure we'll be fine. I go looking for a lovely dress. Okay, describe the flowy elven gown you find, you choose for yourself. I think Yaleri's chooses the gown that has the darkest hue. I, I assume that there's a lot of pastels and whites and sort of light colors. Mm -hmm. She's usually more of like a jewel tone kind of person. You find like a plum, but it, it, it's, it's okay, like a yeah. slightly muted plum. It's not... Because they're all, all right, so yeah. kind of soft colors, but it's yeah that essence of like Plum. All right. Yeah, I take that one. And um, it's probably got like a two layer thing going mm -hmm. on. So like an underdress and then like the flowy, like airy layer on top. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite nice. Long trailing behind. Wouldn't be very practical for hiking, but or riding, but Walking from one deck of a ship to another should suffice. I mean, I, I can carry the train for you if you want. Uh, oh, that would be yeah, lovely. Ship decks are a lot more dangerous than you're giving them credit. I will take your word for that. Everything about ships seems very dangerous. Mm -hmm. As per our experience, yeah. Keela, what do you choose? In lieu of a dress, I find... So I find a top that's a, a shade of green that's so light that you can't really tell that it's green unless you look at it in certain light. It's, a, it's like an open front blouse in a very light, silky fabric. And then I find a pair of pants, like high-waisted pants that are very loose and flowing in more of a, a deep brown but I like these pants for two reasons. One, because they're very comfortable, because everything is like very silky, light fabrics. But also because it's so flowing and loose fitting, I'm able to tuck my root beer in against my leg in the pants. 
Yeah, I tuck the feather, the magic wand feather, mm-hmm. like into my hair. Okay, yeah. As an ornament. Oh, I have to find a way to put my weapon on me. Um, I think Mapri would probably go digging through her original clothing set, pull off like the leather worn, torn belt, wrap it around her waist, and then equip the her uh, glaive through that. So your glaive is just like sticking out the back of your mm-hmm. your dress. It's like Wonder Woman. I haven't seen the movie. I'm sorry. Subtle. I like it. Okay, well, there's a cool scene where she's wearing a badass dress and her sword is, like, tucked into the back as part of her dress. Oh, I've seen the gif of that. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's you right now. I'm into it. (laughs) Wonder me, pretty. Yes. Yes. Yes, very, very subtle. But you know what? It's Maypree. Maypree is a six foot five being in an ethereal dress. There is nothing subtle about with her. With a grape. It's like you're the Athene Nike with like holding the I the do staff. like that, yes. Yeah. It's a powerful the look. The spear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a powerful look. You all adorn yourselves. Um, there is also some jewelry. Just a few pieces, but like the end, they're very, they're deceptively simple. There's a lot of engraving and a lot of embellishment, but it's done in like a tasteful, minimal kind of way. All very like nature motifs. I'm definitely really into the jewelry with it. I, I like the idea of the nature motifs. So I, I opt to wear a gold necklace and some uh, gold bangles. Okay, they are actually like a series of leaves, like oh, gold yes. leaves um, that make kind of like a bib necklace. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm into it a lot, especially with like kind of like a low cut. So I just want this outfit now, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else take some jewelry pieces? Yeah, I feel like I'm going for anything that has like amethyst. In okay, it. yeah, sure. What kind of amethyst piece do you want? I want something like dark to offset the the sort of lighterness of the purple mm-hmm. of the dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I think there are some like uh, you know like the screw back, some nice big dangly amethyst earrings <clears throat> drops, and there is an amethyst circlet. Ooh, I love a circlet, mm-hmm. and it helps me tuck my feather. Yeah. In. Perfect. Any bracelets? Yes, there are a few different ones. There's one that is made with opal and pearls. There's another that is just like, it's a solid silver uh, and there's no other jewels on it, but it's, it's polished and very shiny. Um, and it has cuts in it, so it glints and hits the light. Yeah. Um, and then there is an emerald one. The silver one is the most appealing. Okay. Yeah, she'll uh, equip that. All right. And you wait. Because you <laughs> just had lunch. Mm-hmm. How do you while <laughs> away the time till dinner? You can feel the ship has been moving now, um, and it's there hasn't been much of a wind, so the crew have been rowing. You can feel the mm-hmm. sway of that row. And in the soft distance, there's like a... You can hear the singing as that they use to keep time. I'd, uh, I'd like to walk the ship, if anybody would join me. 
I would love to, but I just want to give you a heads up that the crew have been a little weird around me ever since I did that survey. But I think it'll be okay. Yeah, maybe I won't ask them about queens while I'm out there. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't carry paper or parchment either. That, I think, is what was the worst of it. Noted. Are you walking in your fancy dress? Oh, yes. Slash. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just really want to go out and show off a little bit. I think I'm not going to put on my fancy dress until before dinner, but I'll walk the deck with them. Okay. Oh, I mean, I'm wearing mine for sure, but like she's barefoot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and you still have your glaive like sticking out. Oh yeah. It's a must. <laughs> okay. So you, you exit your, your quarters. Um, you start walking there. Um, actually aren't too many people on the, on the deck. Um, because it is being uh, rowed, so they are in fact below deck. Um, but there it is, you know, someone's at the uh, tiller and or the wheel. I don't know the tiller, the wheel, the thing, the thing that makes tiller. Sounds yeah, it good. sounds good. It does sound good. The tiller. Um, and there's a couple people up in the ropes, and there's a kid swabbing the deck. So, how do you think that the captain knew? First of all, that I play instruments, and second of all, that I play the lute. Is that a bit curious? Or who we are at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who we are at all. Yeah, just but not just who we are, but these like small specific details. Most of the deckmates knew my name. Uh, you know, within five minutes of being on this boat, this whole thing has been suspicious. But I can't really get a proper read of the captain. He just seems, seems really happy. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Excellent mustaches. It is a nice mustache. Yeah. Goes with the hair. It's a good look. But that also makes them all the more suspicious. Mustaches are always suspicious. Five times out of ten. This episode is brought to you by Roll20. There are a lot of amazing tabletop games out there, and whether you're looking to play one of your personal favorites or try something new, Roll20 is a virtual tabletop that runs right from your web browser that has you covered. Roll20 supports hundreds of systems and rules. We recently used it to play a game of Icarus, and it was an amazing tool that helped us keep track of all of those D6s. You can go onto Roll20.net right now to create a free account, and you can sign up at Roll20.net slash start slash broad squad. That's roll20.net slash start slash B R O A D S Q U A D. It's Victoria and I have some reviews. We have from the US Awesome Podcast. This is such a fun show. The total inclusiveness, the relaxed way the players all interact with each other, and the engaging story are amazing. It's fun to listen as the show evolves. I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure I'm only one of a whole lot of people who came here because of Travis, but this became one of my subscribed podcasts because these four are excellent storytellers. Well, thank you, Crononondor, 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 Crononondor. Thank you. We appreciate it. This podcast is delightful. 
Oh, sorry, no. This podcast is a delight. That was my brain just filling things in. All right. I started listening to the Broadswords as a new D&D player to help me get a sense of ways to play and got totally swept up in the gameplay. Oh, good. I love the creative, character-focused, enticingly mysterious storytelling, and as our campaign is all trans and non-binary folks new to the game, I've loved being able to recommend a podcast that feels so inclusive, thoughtful, and representative. Y'all are awesome. Well, thank you! Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. Thank you so much. Let's get back to it. Well, we're up deck. Keela, was there anything you wanted to do specifically? I mean, show off my fabulous outfit. Okay. I'm going to go look for, like, things to use my muscles on. Yeah, sounds good. Keila just starts voguing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I Sashing. feel like for Keila, she, she, the way that she grew up, she never had access to, like, fancy clothes. And I think that she kind of told herself, like, oh, I don't need fancy clothes because it was something that she never had. But actually having it, she's kind of enjoying this moment right here yeah so okay so you're throwing keila's having a fashion show mm-hmm. take it to the runway yeah you, you larry's i how do you show me your poise so you have to imagine that you're um walking on a tightrope okay so narrow narrow your gait and uh chest back mm-hmm. Um, Is your chest back when normally when you're on a tightrope? Those parts are separate. Oh, okay. These are, yeah. Um, just show me what you've got. Okay. Can I, should I make some sort of roll here? Okay, yes. Why don't you give a uh, dexterity performance? That's a 25 again. Like, well, okay, yep, that's it. <laughs> wow, you Larry's are just a great teacher. I've, yeah, I've been told that many times. I'm just voguing the heck out of this whole ship right now. Everybody's watching. Does anybody look impressed? I think there are some people who are laughing. Like, <laughs> let's be honest here. Um, there's some snickers. There's some very confused looks. And then there's some admiring... Uh, there's people who are into it. The young kid that was washing the deck. You know what? She is not into it. She's rolling her eyes. And she's rolling her eyes in particularly because there is a certain person, a gentleman, who's admiring Keila. I wink at him. She glowers and then like puts her head down and starts like angrily scrubbing and so that is how you spend your time until dinner <laughs> um, we have Maypri who has a crew who are very wary of her we have a young girl who is jealous of Keela and wh- who other what other wonderful relationships can we build this night mm-hmm. <laughs> so dinner you are brought up uh, to the grand cabin and this is the captain's cabin it is in fact larger than yours because it's it's on like the deck up from yours 
Um, and it kind of goes out, you know, where it's more narrow at the bottom and it gets wider kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So his is like bigger, um, like his windows are much larger. And uh, this room, like he, he even has like a partitioned area off of where his bedroom is kind of thing. Um, but otherwise, it's a very similar uh, layout to yours, only he also has a big map table in there. But he has a great table that can seat 12, quite immaculate, polished to a nice shine. And when you are escorted in and announced, he rises from his chair. Oh, welcome, welcome, my ladies. It is a pleasure. Please find your seat. Who else is uh, joining us for dinner? Oh, we have our first mate, Lentel. And we have another traveler that we we picked up along with you. Uh, his name Pierre Jobet. And Pierre's lovely wife, Alice, and yourselves. Sounds like it will be a lovely evening. Indeed, we even have a trained minstrel as well, so we cannot expect such an esteemed guest such as yourself, my lady Keela, to entertain us all evening. And indeed, in the corner, there is a, um, a woman. She is in a, her, like, uniform, her black and gold uniform, and she is playing the harp. It's quite lovely. A footman comes and offers a glass of champagne. Hmm. I'll take some of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm okay, thanks. Um, I'd like to pick whatever chair has the clearest view of the exit slash entrance. Okay, you do, and you sit at there. You sit at that chair, and there is a name tag. There are place names there, and you are currently seated at a name tag that says Pierre Jobet. Okay, I just move the name tag a little aside. <laughs> I guess I'll take my seat. Okay, you take your seat. You are seated. Hold on one second. I didn't think this through. Oh, I can do this on roll 20. Heck yeah, oh, you yeah. can. I don't know what you're doing, but you can do it. All right, freehand. <laughs> okay, yep, got it. Man, this writing like this yeah. sucks. Uh there's a text tool yeah well i'm this far into it (laughs) okay all right so that that is the seating arrangements so we have the captain at the head of the table his um like back is kind of to the door bit to his left is seated the one of the our ladies of honor yaleri's to Yaleri's left is Mrs. Jobin, and we have then Maypri, the first mate at the foot of the table, Keela, who is at the left of the first mate, and then Pierre, when he goes to sit down, is a little confused because he sees his name by Maypri. He just ends up by default taking the empty seat, looking a little perturbed. A little, a little fussed. But now he's sitting beside his wife. No, he is not. He is sitting across the street. 
the hall. The, the table I took a spot where he was originally sitting next oh, to his wife. I see. That's those are the seatings as they wound mm-hmm. up, yeah. as opposed to as they were yeah. assigned. I wanted a clear view of the door, and I got it. Yep. And you have a giant glaive sticking out oh, yeah. of your back. So <laughs> who's really gonna take the time to mess with me? <laughs> the uh, harpist continues to play this beautiful piece in the background. And you are served almost immediately after you seated and you've, well, maybe not immediately. Let's just say you have seated and it's been about two minutes of idle chatter and introductions of who's who. Uh, And then the door opens and some footmen come in and they each put in front of your plates um, sheep's milk cheese stuffed dates. Mm. And lamb medallions with a port reduction. They depart, and there's a couple that stand ready by the door with a towel over their arm, just in case they are needed. And there's another who is standing by, like, the bar area to ensure all of your glasses are filled. And the captain stands up with his glass. Thank you, fellow travelers, for choosing to travel with us on the Urfanian. The Urfanian is a pride of our fleet, and it is an honor to bless her with all of your esteemed presences. So cheers to good travel companions. Cheers. Cheers. And and he sits down and takes a drink. Now please eat, eat. I will I will begin um, cutting off a a very tiny piece of one of my medallions and 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 say to the captain. So, uh, captain, I was curious as to your take, given your you know close position with the queen. You must have some insight. Do you know what? drew her attentions our way. We're most flattered, but also intrigued. Oh, my lady, you do me great honor, but I am a mere ship's captain, and I cannot deign to know or understand the whims of our dear queen. Inside check? <laughs> yes. I rolled a three. He, you know, it, it's it checks out. He is just a <laughs> ship captain. I mean, it would be a torrid affair if, yeah. <laughs> if he, you know, knew the ins and outs of the queen's well plan. Fair, but you must you must indulge our curiosity. What did she? What information were you given about us? Oh, I was given a description of your lovely visages, and we were told your names, and that we were to bring you safe and sound to the Isle of Seraphil. I will just have to hope that I can receive an audience with Her Majesty so I can thank her in person. I cannot imagine a better way to make this journey, and I will cheers at him. Indeed, and he he gives it a raise, just and gives you a small nod of his head. And somehow, at that moment, the candlelight hits his eye, and there's a twinkle. 
Insight check. <laughs> okay. I rolled a three. What? <laughs> okay, you know what, though? You know what this is. This is prestidigitation. Okay. Okay. He's got... He's got some little tricks up his sleeve. Even with a three, you know it. Though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I think yeah I know the spell, but I am utterly clueless as to why he would have done it. I'm like what a pointless use of magic. I don't say that out loud, but that is the thought. I think I sort of give like as subtle a shrug to Keelan Mapri as I can of like I still got nothing. <laughs> Um, while Eulerius is, is talking to the captain and keeping him engaged, can I do a perception check just to kind of, you know, just give a feel of the room, kind of maybe go under the guise of just looking around and admiring mm-hmm. the sconces? Um, yeah. yeah. I'd like to do a perception check. Go right ahead. I would like some details about the sconces, though, later. <laughs> Please and thank you. 19. How much does that tell us about the sconces? Yeah. The sconces are like hurricane lance turns mm-hmm. just because, you know, you're on a ship. So it, they're they're not as fancy as you might want them to be, but they do have a bit of like hammered filigree on them. And is there anything else that I see you with the 19 that might be um out of out of place, unusual? You notice that Elise keeps on tugging at a ring on her ring finger. She's quite young, probably late teens. Her husband is probably late 20s. I don't know if I would have the knowledge base for this, but can I tell if it looks like an engagement ring or does it have like any any um, any precious stones on it? Or is it more simple? Um, it has a sapphire. A rather large sapphire. Okay. And sapphire, I think is kind of general knowledge, is generally the stone of the highest of the highest nobility. I also give uh, May Pre and Yalaris a little bit of a shrug, just a, a very subtle lift of the shoulders. With all of this information amassed, um, May Pri is going to turn to her uh, right to Elise. Um, hey, so my name's Maypri. It's nice to meet you. Uh, uh, how come you're on the ship? Where Where are you going and why? Oh, uh, well, we're, we're going to, to, to Pierre's family's home in Seraphil. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh, why are you at this table? Oh, well, you see... And then, as that said, the door of the dining room slams open. Captain, sir, we need you immediately. Enemy ships on the horizon. Our broads just can never get a break on a boat. Can they? Just Timberlake? It's not all fun and games. Not all fun and games. We will be back on March 21st with our next episode, and we will find out what kind of enemy ships are on the horizon. 
Until then, you can, well, check out our Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash the broadswords, and that allows us to be able to go to cons, get new equipment, because while my mic has been upgraded, we should be able to get the other broads upgraded as well. So please, give it a look out for all the fun stuff. And that brings me to our thank yous for our new patrons. We have David Gibb. Thank you. Gabrielle Mosby. Thank you. Tim Devine. Hi, Tim. Thank you so much. Autumn Fister. Adrian. Kelly Shaver. And I, I, think, I think that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. Also, I think my dog just farted. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so you are escorted. Uh, well, no. Rewind. I'm, I got excited because we were talking about dresses. Uh, so <laughs> I have a dog. I was just going to type in the chat hi, Dax. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clink, 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 clink. Oh, my lady, you do me great honor. But I am a mere ship's captain, and I cannot deign to know or understand the the whims of our dear queen. Yes. Okay, with all of this uh, information, infer, excuse me. Enemy ships. And we're gonna... Okay. Yes. We didn't even there get. We, to we just can't course. have a good boat time. <laughs> I know. I was like, Mm-mm. enemy ships. The music by Victoria Rogers. Some other music is from Soundstrike.com. We have by Joshua Specht, "Dance at the Abbey" in La Rejouissance, and from. Kevin McLeod at incomtech.filmmusic.io, Cottages, and from freesound.org by Reptac3348665 underscore harp. All sound effects from soundstrike.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.